Welcome to New Life. Welcome to 2014. If you were here last night, you're probably really tired of hearing my voice, but get over it. Really glad you're here. Got some exciting things to kind of kick off today, and um, want to let you know about our stronger campaign, what this year is going to be like, and what we're trying to do around here. And so you're going to hear all of that this morning. And um, got lots of things going on in our in our church. I mean, just the last 45 minutes around here has been crazy, trying to get everything ready for the service and for all the things we got going on. So um, it is busy and fun, and um, hopefully going to be a very productive year for us around here as we get closer to Jesus and stronger together. So before we get started this morning, um, I want to just jump in to a word of prayer and to uh, some perspective. Some of you um, already had bad mornings or bad days. Um, some of you have had just kind of crazy, fast-moving, arguing-with-the-kids kind of days. Um, and whatever that is, we want to give you a chance to kind of get perspective on it so you don't miss out today on what God has to say to you. Um, it's real easy to miss it. My, my poor son this morning got up, and I've had one of those weekends that I, I'm really trying to have less of in my life where I've completely lost perspective on my life. I just got so many things going on that I told Risha, it's like an hour-by-hour hour thing. I'm just surviving the next hour. I have so many meetings, so many things, big presentations and big things I'm doing. It's just been exhausting, and I, did a, I um, coached my son's basketball game yesterday. I'm, I'm now his basketball coach, um, kindergarten <laughs> basketball coach, because I needed something else to do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yesterday was his first basketball practice for these kindergartners, and I, if you, I'm not a mathematician, but I know the equation. Seven kindergarten boys equals like 65 adults, you know. Um, and I kind of ran around with them for an hour and then came out here and did, and I ran six miles yesterday in my workout plan, and then I came over here and I did the stronger thing with you guys, and I got home last night and I watched the Colts game and I cried, and then... I realized, hey, I got a sermon to preach tomorrow, so I stayed up a little longer, and I got up early this morning, and I realized by the time 10 o'clock you know, r- rolls around that I really haven't even talked to my kids. Um, but uh, I was taking Reese, I was getting him in the car, I actually went to my office because my printer at home was down. You know, it's just one of those mornings, I had to print my sermon and print all this stuff, and my printer didn't work, so I had to drive to my office, and I had to come back, I got all these things, I'm getting the kids in the car, and on the way there, Reese says, hey dad, who's your favorite basketball player? And I started thinking, well, who's my favorite basketball player? Well, okay, there's uh, Michael Jordan is probably the best. And, all, you know, I just start going through these. Well, buddy, what, what do you mean what's your favorite? Well, Dad, who's your all-time, all, all the basketball players, who's your favorite basketball player? And I realized I, I had missed all week, all weekend, what the most important thing in my life is. And as to let my son know that he is my favorite basketball player, that he is the number one thing that I was put on this earth to do before even you. Before Sunday mornings, before preaching, he and my family is what God wants me to take care of first. And I missed it. I missed it because I was doing good things. And I want you to know this morning, you're under the same danger to miss what you were born for, to miss what you were, the reason you are here. Some of you are holding them this morning, the reason you were here, little babies, little stuff. Some of you made humans in 2013. You actually made little people. Um, and don't miss the importance of that. So this morning, if you're not careful, I want to get, uh, you're, you're going to miss perspective because you, you just have all these things. So today I just want to give you a chance to get right, just to say to God, don't, don't let me miss this morning what I'm born to do, what I'm supposed to be, 
and um, speak to me. So let's do that together. Let's, um, I need that this morning. I've been kind of running ragged, and uh, let's do that, and then we'll jump right into this this morning. Oh God, we thank you for your patience with us. We run to you when we're desperate and we want run away from you and we think we're in charge. Many of us in this place, myself included, resist your ways of doing life and then we come desperately running to you when we've messed up our lives because we haven't done it your way. And just like a good father, you're there with grace and mercy and a fresh start. So we start in 2014 fresh again. You promised that your mercies are new every morning and the way that we understand that is that whenever we ask, whenever our hearts are right, whenever we're ready to start over, you're ready. So this room and those who are listening online, God, we are ready. Would you clean our slate today? God, we pray that you would go ahead of us with this stronger campaign. There's confusion, it's crazy, there's all kinds of programs and stuff going on. We don't know even exactly what's going on ourselves, but we pray that you would go ahead of us, that you would fit all the pieces together so that we can be stronger in all areas of our life today. And we give it up to you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So I mean that today. I've been praying for you um, and I've been praying for me that, that prayer um, that God's people prayed over and over and over throughout history. G- God, make your ner- mercies new. Start over in me. I know I've asked your forgiveness over and over and over again. God, start, help me feel that feeling. And it, it reminds me today, I've got these whiteboards in my office. Since we're a, my, the company I own is a creative company, and so whiteboards are sort of our, you know, our, our existence. We have whiteboards all over the place, and not like the little cheap whiteboards that you buy at Walmart. We're talking like four fo- by eight foot sheets of whiteboard lining our walls. And it, what, what strikes me is that when I go to clean those whiteboards, um, one or two things happens. If, I, if I'm just cleaning them quick, I grab a paper towel and I kind of clean them off and they get, you know, clean enough that I can write on them again, but they have that milky black residue, you know, that stuff on them that kind of just feels gross, especially if you look back, you can see it all. I, I, I want you to know this morning that even that residue, even that residue on your life, that stuff that kind of lingers in your life, God wants to clean up in 2014, and I'm excited about the prospect of, of doing this together. We met last night in this building. Um, it was crazy. Uh, we had uh, lots of people signing up for lots of different things. You're going to have an opportunity to, to engage in that too. Um, if you missed the meeting last night, you meant to be here or you just couldn't be here, um, that meeting is going to be online too. You'll be able to hear what we did last night and get an idea of what our Stronger campaign is about. But if you've heard a little bit about this, basically what we're doing is in 2014, we are going to engage as New Life Christian Church. Anybody who's coming to this church, anybody listening online, anybody who just wants to be a part of this Stronger campaign, we're going to ask God to help us get stronger in five areas of our life. Um, And we're going to kind of unroll those today. Stronger is a journey. This is going to be an opportunity for all of us this year to kind of walk through life together. I I mentioned last night that um, I've got three or four friends in my life right now who are kind of saying the same thing, and 
their question is this, when are good things going to start happening in my life? When, you know, I'm praying to God, I'm asking for all these things, but what I really want is for all good things to happen. And, and the promise, I wish I could come, send a, you know, First Opinions chapter 2, verse 3 says, good things will come into your life in January of 2014. But it's just not a promise from God that good things will come into your life all the time. What is a promise is that in the midst of those things, peace is available, and we're not many of us engaging in that. So it's going to be a journey for that this year. It, we've got a website um, that is up right now, stronger-me.com, um, and you'll see that it is growing. We're in the midst of about a $60,000 website that we're getting for free. Um, we have four guys that are working on this. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of providing the content and then listening to a language I don't understand as these guys talk about developing this website. Um, and so it's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. It's going to take a year. It's going to take the entire year. It's going to get stronger as we do around here. And it's going to eventually be something, this website, that we can use for all of our discipleship purposes for years and years and years to come. We're going to need your help to make it better. Um, and so we've got a focus group, a stronger focus group that's going to meet once a month to sit down and say, here's some problems with the website that we need to fix. Here's some ways we can make things better. Here's some more programs we can install. Basically what Stronger is is a, a great chance for us to build an infrastructure of discipleship for the long haul. Because I'm so tired and so are you of coming to church with hope and leaving the same way. And the problem is that we're a small church, so we can't create a discipleship program by hiring staff. So we've just kind of in the past gone, well, I hope God will give us something, and I hope we'll, we'll put this out wherever we can, but what we've decided is we've got to do something. And so that's what Stronger is. It's an opportunity for us to, to get better together. Um, Job, if you've ever read the book of Job, um, uh, if you're going through something awful in your life right now and you feel alone and you feel like nobody else has ever gone through anything like this, you should read the book of Job. It looks like Job. Um, in fact, some people that are looking for jobs think that maybe if they go to the Bible and go to the book of Job, they'll learn a little bit more about getting a job. But that's not what it is. It's about, um, it's about hardship. It's about a guy who is just going through this incredibly awful time in his life. And he says some of the most amazing things to people and about people who are going through those kinds of times in their life. Many of you are going through those times, and this is a great opportunity for you to get a glimpse into him. Job chapter 17, verse 9 says this, The righteous shall move onward and forward. Those with pure hearts shall become stronger and stronger. It's where we get stronger. It's, what, it's the, the middle of this campaign. Those with pure hearts. The idea of pure hearts um, wasn't about somebody who was just always doing the right thing. That's not what the idea of pure is. The idea of pure comes from a, a, a worldly source. Basically, what pure meant was you could go into a market at that day and age and you, you bought everything based on weight, okay? So you would go buy some grain at the market. And if you, um, if you bought it based on weight and the person that you were buying it from wasn't an honest person, they would like fill the bottom full of rocks and then put grain on top and weigh it for you and, and give it to you and say, here, this is a pound of grain. And then you'd get home and you'd realize, no, it was a quarter pound of grain and three quarters of a pound of rocks. I'm in this thing. Now, what eventually, it happened so often that eventually people started putting signs up above their grain that would say, this is pure grain. It is what you think it is. It is honest and truthful. And when you buy grain from me, it is pure. And it's 100%. So what Job is talking about right here is not people that are just good people and that they never make mistakes. He's talking about people who have great intentions. People who are what they seem to be. That's where we're headed in 2014. The people who are what they seem to be, stronger and stronger. We're going to move onward and forward in 2014. I'm excited about it. Here's what we're going to do. 
We're going we're gonna to do this in five ways um, in, in this church. And we've got, you'll see tables all around you. You'll see this on the Stronger website. There are five ways that we're going to get stronger in 2014. Spiritually, um, we're going to get stronger. You're going to see a cool little animation here. That's just fun. Um, um, stronger, we're going to get stronger in faith. And that's what we start today. We're going to get big faith around here. It's what God wants most from you. You're going to learn more about it today. Um, stronger body. We are, we've got a 5K sign up. I'm going to explain that in a minute. We are doing the first annual New Life Christian Church 5K walk, run, crawl, ride your uh, lawnmower, whatever you can do, you know, ride your Harley. We are going to do a 5K around here. We're going to get in shape physically. We're going to do the best we can. Wherever you're at, we're going to start there and we're going to get better. Okay, so it doesn't matter where you are. We're going to get better physically. and It's going to be a really fun thing. We're going to get better minds around here. We're going to get stronger minds. That means we're going to dig into our psyches. We're going to dig into some of the stuff that we've been suppressing our whole lives because it's not healthy, it's hurting the people around us, and it's killing us and our family. So we're going to make that happen. We're going to have stronger stewardship around here. Some of you cannot imagine what it would be like to wake up in the morning without the fear of the IRS or the fear of bill collectors, or the fear of where the electricity being shut off. We're going to get stronger financially. We're going to make a plan, and we've got all kinds of ways to do that. Stronger relationships. We're going to make plans to do better with our marriages, better with our relationships. Some of you have been, had nothing but a yelling relationship with your, your kids, with your husband, with the people that you work with. That's going to change in 2014. I believe it. We've been praying through it. We've got plans for it. Nine months it's going to take us to get through this. I have sermons written or outlines written to take us through all of those nine months. And listen to this. A everyday devotion that is based on the sermons for the week that you will have, if you, if you like the phone and you like the computer, you will have it on your phone or on your computer daily for you to be able to read a spiritual um, thought for the day that has to do with what we're dealing with in that topic. If you don't like the computer, if you're scared to death of the smartphones and you prefer paper, we are going to have a journal for you here every week with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all the devotions for every week. You think I care about this a little bit? 240 devotions now I've written or have got started writing for this year. We are serious about this. We're going to all be on the same page. We're going to be thinking in the same way. We're going to be dedicated to this together. Rish is right now trying to print this week's journal. It's upstairs and I don't know, the enemy doesn't want them printed. She's tried printing and copying, and I don't know, she may be at Walmart trying to see if she can borrow a copier from them at this point. But we hope to have that for you today. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But here's what I want to ask you today. As we talk about the spiritual aspect of your life, we're going to kick off this in January, er, right now. Um, this is our first sermon in this. You'll notice that um, if you go out to strongerme.com, you can log in, you can register. And by the way, stick around today, and I can help you if you haven't done that yet. Um, and you'll see already a devotion in there. Don't read it today because right now it's kind of randomly just generating. Tomorrow morning will be your first one um, to wake up and give 10 minutes tomorrow morning to, to reading through and, and asking God to drive you spiritually. And the question that we're going to answer and the way that we're going to get stronger when it comes to our spiritual lives during this time is to get bigger faith. What if you could wake up tomorrow morning? Now, Take away the preacher, the cheesiness, take away the, the religion, the churchness right now. And just, what if you could wake up tomorrow morning, I wrote it up there, with every confidence in three things. What if you could wake up with no doubt about these three things? That there is a God, and some of you have already gone, oh, well, whatever. No, I'm telling you, just bear with me for a minute. What if you could wake up, believe that there is a God, believe that he knows your name, 
But he, the Bible says he, had, he knows how many hairs you have on your head. Um, some of you, that's not too hard to count. Um, he, knows how, how many, he knows your name. And then finally, he, he's going to take care of you. What if you could wake up tomorrow morning with zero doubt about that? Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it change who you are? That is why the Bible was written. That is what God has been doing since Adam and Eve left. You know what caused the rift between man and God is lack of trust. Adam and Eve felt like God was holding out on them. There's this tree that we're not allowed to eat from. You gave us all this stuff. You're holding out on us. So they ate from this tree, and it caused a separation. Since that day, God's been gaining that back with you. He's been wanting you to trust him. And he wants to use your entire life right now to build that kind of faith in you. His goal for you is to wake up one morning and believe those three things. His goal for you is to believe that there is a God, that he knows your name, and that he's going to take care of you. You know what? If you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus, you're going to believe that one day. You're going to believe it one day. Now, whether it's here on earth or whether it's in heaven, one day in heaven you're going to wake up and you're going to go, oh, thank God for where I'm at. And there will be zero doubt about those three things. God's goal for your life while you're here is not to just survive. It's to get you closer and closer to that every day. Some of you have known people like this, and they annoy you, you know, don't they? Some of you have known people where they've, they've gone through things in their, their life and you've gone, well, what are you going to do now? Like, you know what, God will take care of me. You just want to go, no, what are you, dumb? You have to do something. I know, I know that feeling. No, what are you going to do? What do, you, I, what do you mean God will take care of you? You can't just have faith that God will take care of you. Some of you have known people like that and they've annoyed you. Some of you are going to be people like that, maybe this year. Now, you're going to have struggles. You may struggle with a few different things here and there. But what God says is this, that what he wants for you is strength along the way. The Bible shows over and over and over these stories, and we're going to talk about them over the next few weeks, where God shows that what he wants to give you is not just wake up one morning and have strength in your life. In fact, we talked about last night, and you can listen online if you need more details about it, but about God um, opening up the Red Sea for the Israelites. He didn't just, they walked up to it, and they've got the chariots coming after them, and people are going to kill them, and they get this big Red Sea, and as, they're, you know, as they walk up to it, it opens. God says, you walk towards the water, and I'll open up the sea. There were probably people that were ankle deep. <laughs> I mean, there, there might have been people that were at the water's edge, wondering what they were going to do. And had to step forward. What we want to do is to step forward, to move. And God's promise is that we'll get strength along the way. That's his promise for you. He wants you to have big faith. He wants you to trust him. And big faith is about trusting God. And isn't that what every relationship needs, really? Isn't whatever relationship needs for for trust to be in the center of it? For for you to be able to go, "Hey, um, hey, did your son call you tonight? Isn't it, you know, 8 o'clock, his, his curfew's about 9? Has he called you yet to tell you he's not coming? No, but I trust him. Hey, where's your dad? Wasn't he supposed to be here about 15 minutes ago? Yeah, he'll be here. I trust him. Isn't that what a relationship is? It, isn't it a relationship to go, hey, um, your husband, he's been on a trip for four days? You've only heard from him a couple times, and I hear there's women on that trip too, like in his company, and they're in, what's that all about? I don't know. But I'm not worried, I trust him. See, it's the middle of faith. It's the middle of a relationship, right? It's the most important part of the relationship. Risha and I have learned this so much, and I've learned over my lifetime that, you know, that, that what I have to do is prove to her that I'm trustworthy. She didn't just wake up one morning and start trusting me. 
I had to say to her one time, and this was an actual discussion we had, Risha, this cell phone right here that I have in my hand, you have every password to every part of this cell phone. There is never a time in my life where you can't ask me to see anything that's on this cell phone with no argument from me whatsoever. Now, did she trust me immediately when I said that with everything in her life? No. And has she asked me every day for it? No. Maybe a couple times just because she's curious. But you talk about trust. It's helping build trust in our lives. So what we've got to do with God is trust him. And you don't just do that. Now, there are some people I know that, that have been given the gift of faith and they wake up in the morning and just go, believe, 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 and they believe. I'm not that guy and most of you aren't that person either. That what you need is to build that trust through one thing at a time, through circumstances that God proves he can be trusted in your life. That's what I want for you in 2014. But here's the thing. You don't go through those things. You don't build trust by sitting in a pew and hoping things get better. You have to move because the strength comes along the way. This is what God is doing in your life right now. He's teaching you to trust Him. I love this piece of Scripture. This is the day that in history is the only recorded day in all of history that we have that the, that the Bible says or any history document says that Jesus was amazed. This, this story that we're about to read leaves Jesus Christ, the Son of God, amazed at a human being. And you'll be surprised when you find out who this guy is. He is not a religious person. He's not a church person. He is, doesn't know the Bible at all. He d- can't recite anything. He hasn't kept the Sabbath day. He hasn't given his tithe. He hasn't done any of those things. And this man alone is the man that amazed Jesus. He's the only one in recorded history we have that amazed Jesus. Check out what amazed him. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him. Now, a centurion, you need to know this, was a cop. And not just a cop, but a bad cop, a dirty cop. He was a guy that that killed Christians. He was a guy that suppressed them. He was the enemy of Jesus and the disciples. So when he comes to him, this is a time where Jesus has been healing people. And one of the things we're going to talk about during the Stronger series is what it means to be healed and what healing is. And there's a lot of confusion out there about that. We're going to be very succinct and very strong about what we believe about the healing power of Jesus. And we see some of this today where Jesus is healing people and he very specifically goes in and he's just healed this man who from birth has been a leper. And the crazy thing about Jesus, and this is a side note, but you need to know this about your life. If you need healing in your life, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it is, especially emotionally, relationally, what God does is not promise a little bit of healing that just kind of gets you limping. You know, these people that, God, that Jesus heals that were lame and had never walked in their life, they didn't walk away like, oh, Jesus kind of healed me <laughs> and limping. They walked away jumping and leaping. He, they're healed completely. The promise is that complete healing is available. And when that happens in somebody's life, it causes a stir. When complete healing when you get to see something like that into somebody's life, it causes this crazy stir. When a man who has been addicted to something his whole life one day changes, one day is different, people start going, hey, what's going on with so-and-so? Hey, let's start calling him Skinny Finny now. You know? <laughs> when a guy who has struggled with food, when a, guy, when a woman who has struggled with exercise her whole life finally starts to get control of that in her life, she starts to lose weight. People start going, hey, there's a buzz here. Something is, there's healing here and there's hope and there's all this thing that happened. This is what happened around Jesus. And this cop, this guy who's not, never been around church, never really been in the religion scene, he comes to Jesus and he is an enemy of these guys. And the disciples are probably going, hey, check the cop out. What's he want? 
Check this out. When, he, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him and asking for help. Lord, he said. Probably one of the disciples went. <laughs> Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. I can hear one of the disciples going, yeah, I hope it's contagious and you get it and die. Because they're the enemy. And here's what Jesus said. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The disciples would have gone, oh no. No, Jesus, you can't start healing the enemy. You can't start messing, you can't start fixing the people that are trying to kill us, Jesus. The disciples are stepping back here. And watch what Jesus does. He said, the centurion replied, Lord. Now the word Lord there is not like Lord of my life and the person that I serve, like when we talk about Lord. It's a, a way to show respect. Basically, sir. So he's saying, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. The disciples going, you're right, you don't. Don't deserve to have you come under my roof. But just say the word and my servant will be healed. Wirelessly. Just say it. I believe you can do it with Wi-Fi, Jesus. You don't even need a wire. You don't even have to touch my, you don't even have to walk into my house. You can wirelessly because you're so powerful. See, Jesus, I've been watching. I've been following the people who are around you. And I see something in you. Here's what he says. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one go, and he goes. And I tell that one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. See, what the guy said was, Jesus, I believe you can do this. I believe you can do it because I trust that you are who you say you are. And when we trust him because of what he is and who he represents, it brings big faith into our life. What I'm going to ask of you, and I'm going to give you some opportunities today at the end of this sermon and at the end of this service, is to engage in that kind of faith. The kind of faith that says, God, I believe wirelessly you can do this. I believe that these things in my life that need fixing, that you can do this, that you are willing to do this, if you're willing that these things can be changed in my life. It's the day that Jesus was amazed by a man who didn't always necessarily make the right decisions, but who trusted, who believed. So right now, here's what we've boiled this down to based on a, a, a book by Andy Stanley that you're going to hear me talk about a lot. These are five ways in your life that your faith gets bigger. This is rubber meets the road for your faith and my faith. Five ways. Practical teaching is one of those. Sunday mornings. Part of what we're going to offer during Stronger is opportunities for you to listen to these sermons, for you to be here. Here's one of the things I'm going to ask you to do. If you're a regular attender of this church, if you're a regular member of this church, start planning your vacations around Sundays. Would you please? This year, start scheduling Sundays off of your calendar to be here. It got real quiet in here, didn't it? This is hard. And I don't expect it to happen every time, but let's start making Sundays a major priority in our life because this is one of the ways we grow bigger faith. God-centered relationships. This is an amazing thing. This is one of the ways God wants to change you this, this year is by building these faith moments. As, as these five things were developed, the people who developed them, they interviewed hundreds of thousands of people over a long period of time and asked them about the things that build faith in them. And they, these are the five things. 
practical teaching, God-centered relationships, private disciplines. You're going to have an opportunity this year to be more disciplined in your life. It's, it's something we all want, right? We say it all the time. Boy, I need to be more disciplined in my life. Usually while we're eating a donut, you know? And the problem is discipline, you don't drift into discipline. You don't just wake up one morning and go, wow, look at me, I'm disciplined. You have to have, a, you have, to have accountability. You have to have a plan. Stronger is that plan. It's going to be that plan for you. I'm really excited about that. Private disciplines are a big part of building big faith. Personal ministry, we're going to get you plugged in this year. I saw some light in people's eyes last night for the first time in a long time, just getting the thought of getting plugged into some of these ministries. You're going to get that chance today too. And then pivotal circumstances. Leveraging all those things, these bad things and good things that happened in our life, we're going to do that in 2014. Sermons. Um, basically, what you're going to see around today, um, you're going to see an opportunity for you to plug into what we're going to call huddle groups. Now, what's neat about huddles, if you're a football fan, you know that one, one thing that doesn't happen in a huddle is that the team doesn't come together um, in this little 30-second, 20-second huddle and, and go, hey, how's everybody doing? You know? Hey, uh, lineman, tell me, how's your mom? She okay? You know, that, that's not what the huddle's about. We've got, they've got other time to talk relationships. The huddle is about making a plan. It's a plan of action. It's an opportunity to come together and plan something. And so what we're doing is you've got around these tables, you've got all different kinds of opportunities to get together with groups of people who are dealing with some of the same things you are for a huddle. Now there's going to be a little bit of how's your mom and how are things and where, but mostly it's going to be about creating a plan for doing life the way God intends for us to do it. We're going to rubber meets the road with this faith thing, um, and that, that is going to happen with, uh, partly with huddles. You're going to see the daily reps um, on the website. Tomorrow morning, I'd like for you to, to wake up tomorrow, and if you've got a phone or you've got a computer, to log in, create your own account at stronger-me.com, and go through. There's a tab that says today. You'll see it on there. It's got the devotion for tomorrow. It's got a place for you to journal. You just click on the pencil, and you can write all of your thoughts for the day. I want you to do it every day. At least say, I did it today, and that way you can see that it's been done as you go through these things, um, and begin to mark and to, to begin to do this on a regular basis. If, Like I said, if you don't have have a computer at home um, and you can't register for that account, we're going to have hard copies if Risha got them done. Oh, she got them done. She just said yes. So we do have hard copies in the back, but we'd like to ask you if you are going to take a hard copy, we're going to try to save as much paper as we can. So if there's a couple that wants it, please take one for the couple, those kinds of things, and we'll try to reduce the paper we're using as much as possible. We want to give you an opportunity um, to leverage all the things going on in this place so that you can get stronger. Here's what I said last night that I want to make sure everybody hears. I don't really care about the program stronger. I mean, I, it sounds funny because I've spent so much of the time and so much energy, and we're going to do all 2014, getting this program running and make sure it's going. But it's not the program that I care about. It's affecting people's lives. I want to see us change, and if this doesn't work, if we aren't changing because of this, we'll scrap it and we'll do something else around here. But we believe that this is going to lead us to major change in our life around here. So here's what I want to do. I want to give you an opportunity today. This is less motivational and more um, just giving you opportunities to engage in this today, okay? So here's what we're going to do. After our church service today, all these tables around here have different things to sign up for. Everything from a 5K, you'll see it in 
thanks Mick for making, she made these big signs so that we can see what they are without reading up close. There's a 5K over here where we've already got like 25 people signed up for this thing. We're actually going to, we're, we're going to learn to do this together. We're gonna, and if you've never walked three miles in your life, 5K is 3.1 miles. If you've never walked that far or rode that far, if just driving that far makes you winded, it, this, the great thing about a 5K is that you don't just show up and go, well, let's try this thing. You work on it. You get better all the time. So we're going to gather here. I'm really excited about this. We're going to gather here. Probably it's going to be a Sunday after church, maybe once a month. We're going to ask you to do it every day. You'll see on the website um, plans for you to walk one mile this day, walk a little faster and do a mile and a half the next day and keep building until on Sundays we'll meet here. We'll do our church service. You'll bring your workout clothes with you and we'll go on a big old hike together and we'll do it together and we'll journey. And that's going to be a 5K huddle group. So sign up for that if you want. Please sign up for that. We'd love to have you. Then we've got all kinds of things. We've got Breaking Free, which is a Beth Moore series. Some of you have studied with Beth Moore. An incredible video series. If you're dealing with um, just kind of feeling stuck in your life, if you can't get over the things of your past, um, this is going to be an amazing thing. Allison is going to lead this group um, and very excited about that um, and about her leadership in that. But it's a video series. It's going to be really fun. Um, and so please sign up for that. And basically when you sign up for these things, you're, you're going to sign your name. You're going to say whether you're, you think you're going to need child care for this thing. We're going to try to, Stacy's told me, we're going to try to provide child care for every single one of these things that we can. Whew, that sounds big, but we're going to do it. Um, so say if you need childcare, and then there's a space to put what days and times you prefer. And so once we get all those gathered, we're going to make a big push and say, here's what day and time these things are being, and we'll kind of have more people sign up at that point. So please do that today. Financial peace, this is going to be an incredible thing. In 2014, this might be a chance for you for the first time in your life to start on the road to freedom financially. Um, Risha is going to be leading a, a video series by Dave Ramsey. Some of you have heard about this. It's been life-changing for me and my family and for lots of other people. We're going to have that. We're going to do it as many times in 2014 as we need to to get everybody who needs to go through it through it. Sign up for that as well. Um, Principle of the Path, Andy Stanley, an amazing study. Um, this has been life-changing for me. If you're having a hard time with addictions, if you deal with um, just having a hard time making the right choices on a week-in, week-out basis, great study. Losing to Live, um, Rick had 40-some people sign up last night for Losing to Live. It's the program that he's used to, lost his weight, to lose his weight. Going to be an amazing thing. You can sign up for that today as well, um, and that'll keep going. Bunch of Quitters. Um, this group is called Bunch of Quitters, and this is something that I'm leading, and this is guys who, and girls who are addicted to everything from um, substances all the way down to negative thinking, depression, anxiety, those addictions, the addictive ways of thinking, all of that. We're going to call it Bunch of Quitters, and uh, excited about leading that. Worn Out Women is a group of, of women that meets um, that is just about coming together, loving on each other, and, and, and kind of giving each other energy, and it's been really cool. You'll see that. Clean is a study that I'll be doing this year um, for men who are struggling. And I, if you're breathing and you're a man, you're probably dealing with this with impure thoughts. Um, sexually impure thoughts, we're going to hit it head on and we're going we're to talk about these and we're going to be really accountable to each other. We've got web tools to use and all kinds of things to keep each other accountable. It's going to be cool. Um, so I'll be leading that. And then a study called What is the Bible? Um, and I'll be leading that as well to talk about why we uh, read the Bible the way we do um, and why, why we believe the Bible is inspired word of God. It's going to be cool. going to be fun on that. And then I got a ton of other things there you'll see in the coming soon. There's even more on the website. You won't believe if you can start digging around the website. We have things on the website already and on the app for your phone that are things like free Christian music radio all the time, 100% free. 
You log on, as long as you use our link, as long as you link to it from our website, it is 100% free. You listen to it all the time. It just says, you're listening to Christian radio every now and then, and that's all you have to do. Okay, so uh, all kinds of resources, all kinds of things. We're starting a, a, a stronger library with all kinds of books and resources. I told you, we are hitting this thing head on. And if you're a regular attender of New Life, you've been here for a long time, and you haven't been growing, I'm coming after you. Because it's time. It's time to see measurable change in each other. So today, here's what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to dig into this. You know, often I say, and I say it every Sunday when we do the greeting time, you know, all right, I've got to bring you together, and I hate to have to kind of cut that off. I'm hoping today we have a couple things going on, lots of things in our church right now going on. Um, we've got these tables with all of these different things you can read about, sign up for. We've got the congregational meeting, which is, let me just say it, it's boring, okay? The, the material is boring. We're talking about our budget. It's just not fun to talk about. But you know what's not boring? We're going to do crazy things in 2014 around here. So stick around and just be a part of hearing about some of the finances of what we're going to be doing this year. Stick around just to support us with that. And then just hang out today. Let's get the buzz going about this. Come and talk to me about how to register if you're having problems with, with Stronger, if you've got different, problem, different things you need to get engaged with. And engage with us today. Um, create an account. Sign up for a huddle group. Um, join God on his mission to build big faith in you and leverage your circumstances today to get Stronger. So, that's a lot said this morning, but this is the beginning of big, big things for you and for our church. And I, band, you guys can come on up. I want to give you a chance this morning um, to, to speak to God, just between you and God. We're going to sing a song in just a minute. And if you're, if you're like me, it's easy to, uh, to get caught up in um, the January thing, the whole back to work situation and I'm already way moving way too fast I can't possibly sustain what I've got going on right now um, and maybe you've in that same place and you need a deep breath today a perspective what I'm going to ask you to do right now um, during this song is to just ask God this God what do I need to do to be stronger lead me to be stronger and here's what he says he says if you step towards getting stronger in your life that he will fill in the gaps in, in, in all the plans that we have. And I am so thankful for that. I told Risha last night when I left here, there are so many holes in our plan. <laughs> there are so many things that don't quite, we don't quite have figured out yet. But thank God for his promise that those who step forward, just like Job said, those who are moving onward, those who want to be stronger, take steps stronger, God fills in the gaps and gives them strength along the way. I'm going to be saying that all year to you, so you better get used to it. John, how do I get peace? Along the way. Keep moving. Don't sit still. Keep getting better. If, if, if you fail again, step up and jump up and go right back to it. We're going to be doing that around here. I'm excited to be a part of a church who cares about this. Last night, we kind of came together as a group of people just to say, God, I don't have any idea what this is, but I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. A few people said, John, I, I still don't really understand this thing, but I, I'm, I'm in because I want to be who God intends for me to be. Our theme is stronger every day. You can pick up one of these things on your way out until they're gone. Um, we gave away a lot of them last night. This is a stronger window cling for your car. 
And um, it's silly. It's just a cheesy little tchotchke. Um, but what I'm hoping is that they're on every car in our parking lot, that they're all over Paragon, Bloomington, Martinsville, all over the place. A group of people who said, at all costs, whatever it takes in my life, I will not sit still. This is my year. I can't wait to see it in you. I can't wait to experience it myself. I'm going to give you a chance to do it today, so don't leave this place without checking out these tables, without making a commitment, without getting some answers about what 2014 is going to be for you and getting stronger. Would you stand with us and sing? I'll be right back there in that corner if you've got anything you want me to pray about with you this morning as we dig into this new year.